On this episode of Whale Cave, Juan Del Castillo talks about being the lead singer for top-grossing Journey tribute band, the DSB. Cecily Nobler goes bowling with a rock star, and host Matt Price pitches a new cover band. Whale Cave starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Whale Cave. My name is Matt Price. I'm the host of this program. Whale Cave is when people come on and tell interesting and funny stories about something music-related. Matt Belknap is right here. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> hey. To you out there, and how's it going with you, Matt? It's going pretty good. How about you? I just feel like, like I just feel all the love from, from our audience, and so... Comes like, right at you. I just I feel like I have to address them directly. You should. Yeah, that's not that's what. It, that's and what they're it's all about. male. They're all male. That's yeah. why I said <laughs> yeah, those dudes. guys. <laughs> yeah, what's up, dudes? No women listen to this. Uh, there are a few. There should be. Yeah, Portland. I mean, Portland has a few. Yeah, look, I've seen the stats. You've had a very balanced uh, lineup yeah. of guests. Uh, nothing, nothing like skewing one way or the other. I think you're right down the middle. Right down. Yeah. Fitty fitty. That's right. Um. Folks, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I love Thanksgiving. Me too. Maybe my favorite holiday. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little sad. Mm -hmm. This Thanksgiving because um, I've lived in L.A. 14 years. I've gone home every year for Thanksgiving except one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going back again this year. And I'm bummed about it. I love being back there for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a family holiday. And Mm -hmm. it it doesn't, like, I just feel like it, it doesn't really feel right if you're not in your childhood home basically <laughs> like that's, yeah that's kind of the only time that it feels are you doing correct. that no i haven't been back in years oh, okay because never not funny <laughs> i know i say that but no and it's I, I am bummed about it but uh the other one of the other podcasts i produce never not funny i uh, co-host that with jimmy pardo we do it the a um it may have already happened by the time you hear this but we do a, a, a charity marathon oh, that's live right. show okay. every year on black friday right so I have to be here. Uh, so you have a great reason to not be there. Yeah. Well, is it great? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's a good cause, and it's, it's really good fun cause. to do. But uh, it's really fun to listen to. It's a bummer that that's kind of it's it's basically boxed me out of uh, the full family experience. I know, man. I'm feeling it, but that's really why I wanted to do a whale cave, to be honest, because I okay. feel like whale cave is comforting. Mm-hmm. It's bringing me into its its uh, soft bosom. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> too soon uh, too soon in the podcast to say something like that well you, we just finished saying that we're very female friendly and now you gotta throw around these really... Boozum's very female friendly <laughs> I, I find it offensive really no Boozum? <laughs> okay well anyway i'm excited to be here doing this um happy thanksgiving everybody there's i i say this before everyone but this there's a great show today i've got some cooking today We've yeah. got a theme cooking today. This is this is not this is new territory and it's exciting. This is cooking up. This is like when you walk out of a Clippers game and you smell like that bacon hot dog. Uh-huh. You, or you're a like, Lakers game. If you're like, mm, what are you, you cooking? Give up on things usually. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you like the suffering, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You smell. You're like, yeah. What's that cooking? That's what this is cooking today. But unlike that. Uh, this will taste as good as it smells yes. and will not give you diarrhea. You know, I've never had one. I've only smelt them. <laughs> I think I had one once. They're, they are delicious. But they, they smell, they smell so good. They do. Smell like heaven. Yeah. I think. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I hope, folks. I hope. Uh, all right. Listen, this show, this entire – I got two guests today, and they're both um, – they're both the, – the, the chats will be about one of the best, I think – all-time American bands. 
To me, this band is America in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it uh, it's a band I grew up with. It's a band I used to have a video game. Yeah, based on this one of this band's albums. They might have had the first. They had to be the first band-based video game, don't you think? I, I don't remember one before. I had it on Atari. Them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big game. It was in the arcades. And then, yeah, it was and also yeah, it was a stand-up and game. And then they too. made it. They made it for Atari. But yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, hard, hard game. Like a lot of those games back then. Really hard. Very difficult. I don't remember really what it was. I just remember it was hard. By the way, nothing dates you more like talking about Atari. <laughs> I know. And no one dates you when you talk about Atari. <laughs> oh, sad. And ladies, if you're still out there, Portland, folks, I'm talking about Journey. Yeah. Talk about Journey. This is going to be a Journey-based show. I'm going to talk to uh, oh, Whale Cave alumnus Cecily Nobler. Mm-hmm. Has some stories about Steve Perry, apparently. But first, I'm going to talk to the lead singer of the best tribute band I've ever seen. The lead singer of the DSB. His name is Juan Del Castillo. He'll be calling in. First ever call-in to Whale Cave. Yeah. That's momentous in and of itself. It is. Um, but I'm very excited. I saw the DSB at the Oxnard Collection. Yeah, you were telling me before we started what that is. It sounds uh, vaguely sinister. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Okay. If someone described it to me as I was describing it to you, it's it's just I would agree because it's like it's basically like a small town mm-hmm. of big stores. Yeah. It's not an, it's, I wouldn't call it a mall. And it's not like a it's it's not like an outlet mall. No. I'm picturing the Citadel, but that's not right. The Citadel. You know that weird place on the 5. Like the college? No. <laughs> Isn't it called is it called the Citadel <laughs> or am I thinking of the college? There's like a weird outlet mall uh, on the 5 south like going south. Uh-huh. If you're like going to Disneyland, you go by it and Oh, just, I know you're talking about. It looks like a it, it basically looks like if you're in the desert and you come across like a crazy you know, Arabian palace, mm-hmm. um, but this the one, Beverly center, but this one, <laughs> no, that's a different kind of mm-hmm. Arabian palace, but this, yeah, this is like a, this is like a, you know, 12th century, uh, Arabian palace, except they sell, um, you know, Wilson Sweden leather. Jackets. Right. Yeah, exactly. They have a Joseph a Banks, <laughs> yeah. Jose Banks. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, this has, you know, a, you know, stores, uh, you know, big, your targets, your bed baths and beyonds, you know, mm-hmm. and, but it's like, they have streets that go through them and, uh, but it's all commercial. There's signs. no houses. There's no, that's a great question. I didn't see any housing. I was just there for the DSB. So I wanted to get our seats, right. but I wasn't, I, there could be, it could be a Grove situation where there's a palazzo. Now, what, is where, is the, where is the speak. band playing? Is there, a, okay, is there right. a hat shell? Good question. Hat, is that <laughs> There's what it's no called? hat shell. In the middle of the Oxnard collection, there is sort of a two-square block lawn. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this lawn, it's a really nice lawn. There's a playground at one end. There's a stage. Mm-hmm. And I guess all summer into the fall, they had these, these bands come. And the DSB... Short, by the way, for Don't Stop Believing," which I only figured out. If you didn't figure that out, then stop listening to this episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> figure it out. for you. We were, oh. half, we were on the way there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, oh, DSB, I wonder if that's just, you know. I, I just, honestly, I was like, I wonder why they're calling it that. That's such an odd name. Come on, man. Because Zepp again, you know, a lot of tribute bands, it's like right there. Right, yeah. They get, it serves it to you on a platter. Yeah, Invisible Touch is a Genesis band out here. You know, oh, I'd like to see them. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I, w- I would go to that. Yeah. Well, they're out here. All right. Um, all right, guys. We're going to go see that. We'll see you later. <laughs> anyway, I saw them, and it was packed. It was 2,000 people. Yeah. It was It was beautiful. And here's the here's the best part about it. So they were great. They were really good. And they sounded uh, – Juan sounds 
a lot like Steve Perry. Like, great voice. He had great range. You know, Steve Perry's range is unbelievable. Yes. And Juan, great, great range. Um, but the weird thing was, so we got there late enough that we were sort of sitting on this little hill, stage right. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't, we were sort of obstructed view, which normally would bum me out. But I was like, in this case, I just saw 2,000 people, all races and creeds, <laughs> all ages, just rocking out to Journey. Yeah. And it just sounded like Journey. Yeah. Because I, I didn't see them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you could pretend that you were I was just looking at the journey. crowd. The sun was setting. There was a drone flying overhead. <laughs> and I think was part of the DSB. I'm going to have to ask Juan I about so. that. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, unless, are they, is the DSB also um, a terrorist organization? <laughs> we'll have to ask them. <laughs> On the side? Yeah. No, they're not, folks. Um, unless because... their terror is... is uh, inflicting joy <laughs> well then guilty yeah uh so this was a camera drone they were just like filming yeah yeah they're, they're filming for yeah. you know their their concert footage i guess awesome That's i think really i got cool. on some drone shots nice yeah i think actually i was really lip syncing or singing faithfully pretty hardcore and i got a good drone shot of me uh-huh. it flew like right near me the, that's what you want by the way if you want concert footage you want me yeah singing totally well that's the spirit it's like junky bald dude singing no, but you know what in like, the 80s when you'd see a, like a concert video when they would <clears throat> like you know a band would just make a, their music video would just be a concert uh of that song and that was my favorite part is just seeing the crowd it's so cool like you see someone totally invested in it that's mm-hmm. That's part of the the deal. It's connection between the, the audience and the and the band. And the crowd was so into it. And this wasn't the other thing too. Like I've, I think I've heard you and Jimmy talking about tribute bands before. Mm-hmm. And these guys weren't pretending to be Journey. That, they were very much like yeah. we love Journey. We love their songs. Here are their songs, right. and just row them off. Because I've seen, I mean, I've seen other. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I've seen a few bands do that way. I've seen other just straight cover bands mm-hmm. like. I saw Foreigner's uh, tribute band, <laughs> Double Vision. Mm-hmm. Saw them at a county fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a guy at the Burbank Bar and Grill just singing Dave Matthews for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a cover band. He just no, really liked Dave Matthews. He was just, yeah. But these guys. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you go see, well, now when you go see Journey, it's different. But like when you go see a band that you love, you don't know what you're going to get set list wise, but when you see a tribute band, you know you're going to get what you're. You know you're getting the hits. Yeah, and maybe if you're a super fan, that might not be exactly what you want. You might want some deeper cuts. But usually, if I'm going to see like an '80s act, I want to hear the hits, and and a tribute band will deliver like big time. They're going to give you everything. They not only did did the DSB give you all the Journey hits, they gave you he sang Oh Sherry. Oh yeah, yeah, Steve Harry solo in the middle. Love it. I didn't know if they would go. Yeah, because they don't have beef. Like, they're not no. the real journey, so they right. don't care. There's no Neil Schoen going, I'm not playing that shit. Right. You ruined the band. Yeah, there wasn't. Uh, yeah. There I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea if that's how Neil Schoen feels about that solo project. Yeah. I, I have know. to assume he's. Neil Schoen, actually, it. at the time, I was looking at the journey uh, Wikipedia page, and he uh, Neil Schoen went off on his own to do his own solo. He had work. his own solo out. Yeah. yeah. I, I only know that because of Jimmy and, and Pat Francis, who talk about yeah. stuff like this incessantly. He called it his Sholo album. <laughs> No, he didn't. But anyway, a couple facts about the DSB before we talk to Juan. Uh, they're the top touring and grossing Journey tribute band since 2009. Nice. They were picked by Ryan Seacrest and Mark Cuban to be on World's Greatest Tribute Bands. Nice. And they were the winner of Vegas Rock's Best Tribute Band in 2013. They tour all over the world. Uh, they're going to be in Canada, Asia. I mean, 
Seriously, and here's the other thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say before we talk to Juan. This is the most excited I've been in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it was not only the best tribute band I've seen. This is one of the best shows I've seen this year. I see a lot of shows. Yeah. And it was like, it was the one of the best experiences I've had at a show. Again, I am maybe just a mainstream sucker, but when I go to a concert, I can gauge my level of uh, enjoyment by how many songs I recognize that are played. Like if I... If I know two songs, that might be a rough show. Mm-hmm. It might be good, but it's it's hard for me to get into it if I'm just not recognizing, if I don't know the songs. Yeah. Uh, and that's on me. I'm not blaming the band, but I'm just saying it's on me to know the stuff. But if I see a band and I know every song, I almost guarantee will like that show because it's fun to sing along to stuff you know or just, just to be aware, like be like, yes, oh, I was hoping this would happen and it did. Yay. And that's, again, that is what a DSB will give you. Now you've you've never seen them. I had a chance to see them and I and I missed it and I'm bummed. They were at the Starlight Bowl in Burbank, right? Okay, um, and I, 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 mean, I feel like you talked about them. <clears throat> I very much regret. I, maybe, hopefully they'll come back next summer. I, what I did see was um, the Fab Four, which is another acclaimed mm-hmm. tribute band. Yeah, uh, they are great. If you like the Beatles even a little, the Fab Four will give you a show. Man, that's good stuff. And they act like the Beatles. I mean, they... They dress up like them. And they have several costume changes. They have a couple... Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not like overly... Not like the other thing I saw last summer, which is... Um, I don't even remember what it's called, what they're called. Surfing USA. I don't know. There was like a, a Beach Boys. Uh, and they were the ones who like wouldn't break character. And like <laughs> okay. when they were like introducing the band at the end, they were like, Al Jardine. It's like, no, <laughs> that's the, what are you talking about? Um, so that was minorly annoying. Wait, hold on one second. I want to see if this is the DSB calling. I hold bet on. it is. Hello? This is Matt. Oh, hey, Juan, how's it going? All right, folks, we're talking to Juan Del Castillo, the lead singer of the DSB. Juan, thank you so much for being on Whale Cave. Uh, Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Um, All right, so I was saying in the intro, I saw you guys at the Oxnard Collection, and there were literally thousands of people sprawled out on the lawn. There were quite a bit of Journey fans out there ready to have a good time and that's the thing whenever you play Journey music. It's like you say Journey and people come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there were people all ages. I mean, there were little kids, like super old that's, people. That's the thing. That's the thing that we, that we notice. Is people always ask us what our, like, what our average fan base age is and all that. And it's, it's really, you know, from the young all the way to the, to the not so young or more mature, people that actually grew up listening to the music, and then you have the younger generation that recognizes it from uh, from movies and video games. And, and all Glee. That yeah, exactly. Glee, exactly. Okay, so have you always been a... Like, how did the DSB start? Were you always a Journey fan? I was always a Journey fan growing up, and of course I always got comparisons to sounding like Steve Perry, which at first you really, you know, it's it's yeah, although it's, it's flattering at the same time, you want to be your own guy. So I pretty much stayed away from it for a long time. Uh, I joined a journey tribute, and in, in, in that tribute I met uh, our keyboardist. A different journey, and, journey tribute uh, band. He was, yeah, exactly. It was a different journey tribute band. And then did uh, they have a funny? Did they have like a funny journey name or no? Uh, kind of. We we prefer them to re- to remain nameless. Got it. Okay. We've, we've forward, but but the cool thing is is that I met uh, Scotty and and Roger and Tony, who were in a cover band. So it just made sense. 
there was a great chemistry, a friendship chemistry already with just five of us. And we just said, you know what, let's put this tribute band and this cover band together and see what happens. And that was six years ago. And you so okay, so you came to this idea that like let's not just because they were in a cover band that was they were covering all sorts of bands, right? And it, you know, being in LA, it's like uh, cover bands. No offense, but they're kind of a dime a dozen. And anywhere you go, there's there's cover bands, and and the tribute scene was really kind of starting to get some wheels. And uh, there were venues that were I mean, we didn't have any promotional materials or anything like that. And at that point in time people were already booking us anyway just because of the novelty of having Journey Tribute. So it, it was funny. First the gigs came, then then the material, learning the material came. <laughs> well, can you describe real quick... It's odd situation for most you, know. you said real quick, you said there's like there's the tribute band scene was taking off. Is there a difference between, and maybe um, between the cover band scene and the tribute band scene? There is. Um, I think... And you guys, you guys fight a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it could be that. It could be that. No, but with with, uh, with cover bands, typically what you're doing is you're taking uh, a repertoire of songs and then you you perform them as as you would, you know, the way you the way you like to perform them. But in the tribute band scene, at least for us, it's really about being accurate and and be representative of the music the way it's remembered. Now, many other tribute bands. What they like to do is they like to dress up like the band, like you know, and and at that point also giving that that air of nostalgia. Right, exactly. And for us, we feel like we feel like we take people back as long as as long as you know we play "Wheel in the Sky" and it sounds like it does on the record. I think people gauge how good we are or if they like us based on what they remember. Well, that's what I was saying too before we started that. Um... Like when I saw you guys, I my our seats were obstructed, and so okay. I I was looking at the crowd and they were loving it, and I was hearing you, who sounds a lot like Steve Barry in the band, which sounds so good, and I was like, oh, I'm at a I'm at a Journey concert right now. Yeah, I mean we, which was so great. I mean in a great, I mean that in a in a compliment, you know, like I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, no, it totally is. I mean, here's the thing. We're covering 30 years of a band's, one of the greatest band's repertoire. So, truthfully, Journey has 12 bonafide hits. So if we just played 12 songs, we're already almost at that hour. So it's kind of easy in our situation to just go out there, and as long as we you know, keep the integrity of the music and play it accurately the way people remember it, then I think people are going to have a good time. Yeah, and they were, for sure. Here's a weird question. So I have some actor friends who, when they're at, like, Ralph's or at, you know, just out on the street, yeah. people will come up to them and they'll be like, oh, you're that guy. You're like, you're, they think they're the character from the show. <laughs> like, does it happen to you afterwards where they're like, oh, man, Steve Ferry. You know what? The, <laughs> one of the greatest stories for me, uh, I, I'm married and I have kids, and my family and I, we went out to dinner, and... Uh, we're sitting there ordering our food, and my kids are, you know, they're, they're just getting situated and everything. And and uh, the waitress goes, wait, aren't aren't you, you know, from DSB? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. She goes, runs and tells the other people working there, they made me look like a star, and my kids were just, you know, just so excited about it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Are your kids so, old enough to appreciate 
I mean, obviously they they must see you, and that must be amazing. Do they yeah. like? Do they yeah, like Anderson Journey was... as well, or are they like, oh, my dad's songs are amazing? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what? My daughter actually did think that I was in the band Journey. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> I figure when she turns eighteen, then I can let her in on the real news. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it. But, try and uh, keep it going. Yeah, why not? Why not? Right? That's got to be worth something. Um. And have you had? Any contact with the guy? Like, how does it work? Because you guys are obviously, um, you know, doing their music. Do, have you met those guys, or do they have any like knowledge of you guys? They must know because you guys are such a big, uh, popular band. Well, the popularity is one thing, but on the other side, their music is what's popular. So, really, at any given moment, you can go onto Google and, and probably find anywhere between sixty to seventy Journey tribute bands across the nation. So, it, it, you know, although I did meet that person, uh, that was kind of a life goal for me because I respect them so much and, and I've been a fan, like I said. Uh, I didn't really get to have a conversation about what I do or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I, I know that it's got to feel good to write this great music and hear it just live on amongst the masses. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you're saying you met, like, one of the guys from the band? I did, yeah. I actually saw them play in Las Vegas and was able to go and, and hang out for a minute and shake their hands. Really, for me, it was to say, you know, thank you for your music. Yeah, because you're a fan, obviously. About, oh, but I'm in a band. Let me sing for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, let me sing that song you're singing. Right. Um, but, you, but you didn't tell them. You weren't like, hey, I'm the lead singer of this awesome... No, it's one, of those, it's one of those meet and greet situations. You don't even have that much time. It's right. It's really, really a moment. You know? Yeah. So I got, got, got a couple pictures, shook hands, and said some thank yous. That must have been surreal, too. It was crazy, because I'm like, wait a second. That's the guy who wrote this, who played it this way. And obviously I have, or anyone in our band, has a very uh, interesting vantage point, because we know the music inside and out. I mean, including the mistakes. No offense to Journey, but you know. right. <laughs> and when you listen to the tracks, you hear things that maybe were meant to be a certain way, or maybe they weren't meant to be a certain. Way. But we play them accurately, like I said. So if Journey made a mistake, we're playing the mistake. So you guys play. I know you're you're playing. Um, I mean, you're playing everywhere, and you're based here in in California. But I know you yes, play. The band is based in. Uh, yeah, everyone's based in California. That's where it all started. Uh, I, however, over the last couple of years, I moved to Vegas. Oh, you moved to Vegas. I live in Vegas. Okay, maybe that. Okay, that's where. That's why you're hearing an echo a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. We notice you don't hear any slot machines. It's the. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do. I hear some people crying though, from, from losing at blackjack. Do you, um, but you guys, I know you guys play. Is, have you had any particularly bizarre gigs that you play, like a cruise ship or like a? You yeah, know. we just got off a cruise ship. I just got back on on uh, Sunday. Unfortunately, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bizarre. It was actually pretty amazing. Oh no, I'm sure it's amazing. Is there any like anything stand out? Is like, oh, this is wild that we're here at you know. Well, yeah, on I mean, the space the, shuttle or whatever. Uh, it was the debut of their their newest, you know, ship. It was uh, Royal Caribbean. I don't know if I could say that, but Royal Caribbean. Sure, and they're a big sponsor. Us, they wanted us to be part of the launch, and uh, we played a room of people from everywhere, from all walks of life, people in the industry, people not in the industry, people from, you know, Australia, worldwide, we were, they were getting exposure to DSP for the first time. And that's that's kind of surreal. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, they're going to go, if we made an impact, they're going to go home, they're going to get on their computer, and all of a sudden we're going to get likes or, or you know, a demographic or, you know, from, from on the other side of the world. Um, when, when you're doing a cruise ship, is it the kind of thing where you're just like, are, are you, are you must that must be kind of bizarre too, because you're obviously, are you, are people on the ship just wanting to kind of associate with you as a journey groupie might? I don't yeah, mean, you know. It's a little bit, uh, it does enhance the experience, I would guess, for the fan and, and for, truthfully, and for the band, because many times we'll play a show and we strike everything, you know, clean up the stage, and then we then we take off, you know, in our own cars, and then we go on about our lives. But in this situation, you know, you finish your show, and then you're hanging out at the same bar that the people that came and saw you at, or you see them in, in the restaurants, or you see them, you know, doing whatever excursions you might do off the ship and all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're for the most part, everybody is pretty respectful, and, you know, but... You know, I definitely don't don't frown upon somebody coming up and talking about if they enjoy the show. Right. Yeah. Lots of times, people the favorite thing people do is they they come out and they say, "Oh, you guys, can you guys play this one next time?" Right. Yeah. So they give out their request, like a deep cut. Yeah. Exactly. Which we love doing. I remember because yeah, when we were there, we were there. You you guys played a few deep cuts. I mean, you played Oh Sherry, which I was like, whoa. That actually was born out of a request. It wasn't in our show for the longest time, and people kept asking for it. And then that's when you got to break the news to them and say, well, it's technically not a Journey song. Uh, although Steve Perry recorded it as a solo album, but we played it a couple of times. It just became a, a, a thing in our show where if we didn't play it, people would freak out. So now it's in the set. Can I be a super Journey nerd and ask, did you play... Um... <laughs> Did you play Don't Fight It in that show? Do you ever play that song? You know that? Don't Fight It. That's another great tune. We've talked about that one. Uh, I'm putting I'm in a Whale Cave request for it right now. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm going to say, you know, Matt Price says so, so let's do it. Matt, uh, I, I couldn't remember. I just remembered. I was like, every single song, I was like, oh, man. And then you played Oh, Sherry, and I, I literally looked at my wife, and I was like, oh, hell no. And she was like, what? <laughs> Why are you saying that to me right now? Was, was don't fight was don't fight it on a soundtrack? What was that? I feel like don't fight it was, was a, a movie. Maybe Kenny Loggins. It was on Kenny Loggins' album. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've always been in favor of right. doing that one because uh, to me, my favorite, my two favorite singers are Steve Perry and Kenny Loggins. Oh no way! Yeah, so perfect, you know, matchup and and actually in '82 and '83 they toured. Steve Perry, uh, they did perform that in their Journey set. Oh wow! While on tour. Oh really? Yeah. So that qualifies. So you guys can play it. <laughs> exactly, and because it's been requested here on the Whale Cave, I think uh, I think I got to definitely pitch that to the guys, and hopefully we can uh, <laughs> come up with uh, a version here pretty quick. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Any other? Uh, we're, we'll let you go because I know you've been super patient with us in all of our. Uh, uh, Technical no, difficulties, no, but is there any any other like crazy DSB stories you? Are... Uh, you know what I will share with you. Uh, probably one of our strangest moments. In that, what's what's Journey's biggest song? Don't stop believing. Exactly. There was one show in particular where we didn't play that song, mm. and and it really was kind of out of our hands. We were doing a show as kind of a school auditorium. This was early on, and. Uh, we played the entire show, and of course, 
that's the one song that you save because that's the one everybody comes out to hear. And once you play that, it's really hard to follow that with anything else. So we get, you know, we ramp up to the end of the show, and we're about to introduce Don't Stop Believing and start playing that song, and the fire alarm. Oh, no. <laughs> so everyone has to leave. So we, we left the venue, and we're hanging out outside and saying hi to everybody and all that, and then they tell us, that's it, you guys are done. So it's the only show in our where we never played. Stop Believing. Oh, man. I they wonder were... if that's happened. They were like, stop believing. <laughs> it's time to stop believing now. And the fire alarm exactly. goes off. Oh, no. That's, yeah, because that's what you cl- – I imagine you – I think you closed you, the show I saw with that, I think. Yeah, I'm sure we it, – it's one of those things. I mean, people just expect it, you know. People expect it. And so, your na- you named your band after it, so it's, it's exactly. sort of like it, it has to happen. It was probably like a guy from like a foreigner tribute band pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Who yeah. knows? These guys are too good. I'm pulling it. (laughs) One, okay, okay. Before I let you go, any gigs coming up that people can know about? They can go see you. Oh, and and tell us your website because I know you guys sell uh, sell merch off that, right? Absolutely. Yes, Uh, our website is uh, dsbband.com. Dsbband.com. All right. Exactly. We are uh, dsbband on Facebook and on uh, Instagram, and on Twitter we are dstribute. Dsb tribute. Exactly. All right. And uh, our year's kind of coming to a close here. We have another public show on December 13th in Riverside at a place that uh, we love playing. It's like a second home called Romano's Concert Lounge. And you can get tickets and information at theconcertlounge.com. And uh, we have our big sixth anniversary show coming up on January 31st at the Grove of Anaheim. Ooh. Grove of Anaheim. Nice. That's a fun venue to come uh, to come out and hear some rock live and we have uh enlisted a billy idol tribute to join us uh called generation idol and they're just they're awesome so cool. it's gonna be a night of rock in a venue that's perfect for it that's january 31st tickets are available at groveanaheim.com all right january 31st grove anaheim december 13th right. riverside in riverside at romano's concert all right people you gotta go see these guys they're so good um juan thanks so much Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You guys are so good. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you at another show. You will. You'll see me. <laughs> I'll be singing super loud. I was saying, I think there was a drone at your show, right? <laughs> there was. And I was there saying, was. I was telling Matt, <laughs> that I think a drone caught me singing faithfully really loudly. <laughs> I'm going to have to get that footage and go back. And I don't know if it. you want to see it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing I told my wife. I was like, hell no. I say hell no to my wife a lot. No, but I was like, oh, I think that drone got me singing faithfully. Maybe. Yeah, that drone. That's why people are mad at Obama. So. We'll have to get Don't Fight It worked up for you guys. Maybe we'll play it uh, at January 31st show. If I saw, if I heard he's playing Don't Fight and I, I would grab that drone and start flying around. <laughs> okay. That's how excited I can't incentivize me anymore. All right. Thanks again, Juan. Thank you very much, you guys. All right. Good talking to you. I ran down the road, pants down to my knees, screaming, please come help me, that Canadian shaman gave a little too much to me. Man, Juan Del Castillo from the DSB. Guy brought it like a pro. He he is a pro, but that was great. That was so much fun. Cool dude. Yeah. I know I got 
you know, I was I was really like <laughs> like super into the DSP mm-hmm. and selling it, but I, it's all genuine. I know. No, there. I mean, that's look. Uh, usually, like you know, they say don't meet your heroes <laughs> because because yeah. like then you get disappointed. But with the DSB, you can meet them. They're going to be totally cool, and it's not going to be a situation where you're like, oh man, Neil Schoen was a dick to me. Like right. <laughs> that's you're you're no, safe. He was cool. Yeah, this is guy. Like we were just saying off air, and now he's going to probably hear this, and it's kind of embarrassing to say it, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. Uh, oh, I totally want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the vibe they gave off in the show too. Oh, okay, cool. Um, very cool. I was also thinking, you know, I, I think I've talked about this before, but the only tribute band, first of all, when he was talking about Kenny Loggins, I was like, I want to be in, I want to start logging it. <laughs> little Kenny Loggins tribute band. Don't always go with the first idea. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. But I, I, have I talked about this before, how the only tribute band I could probably do is that they might be Giants tribute band. Mm-hmm. Have I talked about that? No, but I, that sounds right because you are obsessed with them and they come up a well, lot. Well, because I wanted to call it They Might Be, They Might Be Giants. Wouldn't that be a great that's, name? That's a perfect name, yeah. Because yeah. I can do a pretty good John Linnell. Okay. So That's the saying. that's that's the main part that you have to... Uh, yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you weren't asking to, but... No, well, I don't know their music well enough to appreciate it, but I'll... I'll <clears throat> check it out. Here we go. Here we go. Don't, don't, don't let's start. This is the worst part. Pretty good, right? Can you sing the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song? Because that's the main... They do that? I don't know. That yeah, one. they do. They do kid stuff, right? Yeah, that's them. Well, they they now do kid stuff. Yeah, yeah. But before, they're I would do the pre-kid stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know they did that. They do the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme. I didn't know that. And the hot dog song. I know I know they're big in the kids' world now. Hot dog! So good. I would brought a lot that. of horn to that. They're big on horn. That session. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway... If any, if they're, they're only a, they're a duo. Well, they're now like five. But if anybody wants to be in, they might be. They might be giants with me. <laughs> you just went from du- duo to five. <laughs> well, happened? they started as a duo, and then now they added a, a backup. Oh, okay, band. I gotcha. But you could. So you sit. You're saying you could get by with two if you if you had to. Well, they used to have a drum machine. Uh, all right. So I'm just saying, um, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> tough room. I don't know if four other people want to do this. Oh, by the way, okay, so I, I always forget to do this. That song was uh, I'm Writing a Novel by Father John Misty, and the first song I played was called uh, My Type by Saint Motel. Great, great songs. I've been listening to a lot lately. All right, folks, let's. we're talking Journey. We're not talking They Might Be Giants today. Yeah, we got off track. Got off track. <laughs> Every other episode is the They Might Be Giants themed episode. Yeah. This episode is about Journey. They might be rain. They might be, oh, I could do such a good They Might Be, They Might Be Giants show. Sitting across from me and Matt Belknap, um, to talk a little bit more about the lead singer of Journey, I believe, uh, author, <laughs> m- movie reviewer on the radio, big radio presence, mm. right? Yeah, What'd you say? I guess presence, and also Whale Cave alumnus. Yeah, maybe that should yeah. be the top, the top of the marquee. Cecily Nobler. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. <laughs> With funny. her new catchphrase. Getting a little too comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the Whale Game Studio. From Go What's right. Happening. <laughs> Wait, is uh, she the most... Is this your third time? I think just second. Uh, no, second. It seems why. like third because I just have a big presence. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what it is. I, for some reason, I thought you'd been here twice, which would make, which this would have made it that she would have been the most yeah. frequent guest. And the chair. Least, least listened to. So. No, no, no. You are the... I, I can, I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> Come on, we'll get the stats. <laughs> Cecily, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, 
I was so excited when you said you had some tales that were related. Yeah. I don't know what they are, by the way. You told me, usually I vet the story, you know, very carefully, but you just said, oh, oh, I have some Steve Perry stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cool because I, you know, wanted this journey theme. And now you're here. Yeah, because it came up so pretty no much. We were at a party, we were. and you had just seen this cover band that you're just talking the about. The DSB. And you were really They're a tribute up. band. Well, a tribute. Sorry, tribute band. It's okay. And you loved it. I mean, you really, that is, you were trying to get everybody to, like, sign, commit to go right then and yeah. there, which, I and, mean, yeah. I was excited, so I, I thought it would be a good time to tell you about... Uh, yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm anxiously, I'm okay. curious. Okay. Well, I have two. Okay. Should I just get into it? Yeah. One happened to me, and one happened to someone I know. Mm. All right? So I'll start with... Hearsay. It's hearsay, but okay. I trust her. I okay. trust this woman. All right. So she w- she used to be my hair. Dr- Let me say this before we start. Uh oh. This is a pro journey safe space. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I should. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I just want you to know what room you're walking into. Okay. Okay. It's pro. I am totally. I should say then before we even start. I am yeah. very pro journey. Okay. Like the first time I slow danced was in my own little garage that had been like it was turned into a playroom in Waco, Texas. Open arms, Tom Nesbit. What's his name? Nesbit. Oh, yeah. He had red hair. Oh, a ginger. Journey, ma- Oh, yeah. <laughs> a journey yeah. ginger? A journey ginger. That's what they always call it. Wait, them. you were slow dancing in your garage? Yeah. we had. I had like a little party for some reason in fifth grade. Okay, so yeah, it yeah, it wasn't like, just random. Like, God. you wandered into the garage. Hey, you <laughs> guys, Tom Nesbitt. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Tom's in the garage again. Get out there and slow <laughs> dance. Go dance with him. There's a ginger in the garage. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So no, I'm a big fan, and that's that comes in. Got it. Especially on the second story. But so however, my hairdresser <laughs> is that what you call dresser? My st- my hair lady. I don't call them that. You don't call. What do you? Your barber. I say like, oh, here's a. Oh, anyway, sorry. No, I say yeah. the guy who cuts my hair. Oh, a little plug. But here's an interesting thing. Can I just say something <laughs> about uh, Lawrence who cuts my hair? Who cuts it really well? Because yeah. it's hard to. It's actually ironically hard to cut a bald man's hair. Um, and you don't have to get weirdly quiet. It's just the truth. <laughs> it just um, made me reflect. Um, he's in a great. True. He's in a great cover band called Wayward Sons. Oh, oh. Kansas. But yeah. he. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is, is it a Kansas cover band? It's not. They cover like. Um, they do sort of. A, <laughs> the hell then. <laughs> like a, a big hair spoof kind. Of, oh, okay. They have like a whole like act that they do. Oh, so it's not. So it's just a bunch of different things. It's so a more of a cool. band. I like that. I like yeah. that style. That's, that's and it's really cool. Taste. Like they have you know he has a different persona and he wears this cool like he red hair too. Huh. Long, but he wears like long sort of spiky hair or spiky on top and kind of a mullet <laughs> kind of thing. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah, the long. second second nonsensical hair thing you've said in about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hard to cut bald man's hair. It is hard to cut bald red man's hair. But you don't just shave it. If you don't shave it, it's hard. <laughs> All right. I, I don't. I don't. Anyway, know. point being, yeah. Wayward Sons also like you know. Anyway, sorry. To, Go on. Sorry, should, you're saying I should be a groupie? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't call him a hairdresser. <laughs> well, hair, my hairdresser, who's since moved back to Europe, I guess I was. Whoa, tough. well, yeah. then definitely call him a hairdresser. Fancy. It was a, it's a woman. Humble brag. We'll call her. Humble brag. We'll call her Drina. That's, a, that's not a real name. That is not well, a If good you're making fake it name. a fake name, that's Drina. a great fake Gretel. name. Let's sure. go Gretel. Gretel? Okay, Gretel. <laughs> I think yeah, Drina. No, Gretel works, that's... actually. She's from Denmark. Okay. I feel like that's in the same sort of, you know. Okay. Yeah, Gretel. You've already okay. said too much. <laughs> I did. She went. Okay, so she. So back in the day, I'd guess this was maybe the lit. She's a little bit older than us. And so, like, late 70s, I want to say. So Journey was Journey, but they weren't Journey, Journey yet. Okay. Not the sense? arena rock. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the early whatever house. came out in like '82. I don't think faithfully. I don't think that it. Escape had not come out yet. Frontiers had not come out yet. Right. Frontier definitely. Maybe I don't know, but it was like maybe '78, '79. Okay. So she's. They've come to town in Copenhagen, 
And uh, again, nineteen like seventy eight. Let's now this say. is a story you've heard. Yes. It's, okay. Okay. So it is hearsay. Great. Okay. No, I'm just just clarifying. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Judge Judy, by the way, would not allow me to tell the story. She does not <laughs> accept hearsay. Well, I watch a lot of. You know that. Uh, you know I mean, that about. I didn't know. Uh, that. We could do a whole. Okay. Whatever. All right. So so they go. She and her friends are pretty young. They're pretty hot. They go to the Journey concert, and they don't really know the band. They just kind of show up at concerts. Like, people give them free tickets, whatever. They dance. They get really hearsay-wise, really wasted. Okay. So after the show, somebody comes out, like a manager, like a Journey manager comes out. It's like, hey, ladies, do you guys uh, you want to come backstage? The band would like to... I don't know if this is true, but the band mm-hmm. would like to meet you. So like, yeah, sure, okay. I can't do a Danish accent, but... That sounded that. good. Was that pretty good? Yeah. Pretty on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know pretty... any better. It sounded dead on to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What to... So they go backstage, right, allegedly, and they party a little bit. They drink, do whatever you do in the late 70s, mm-hmm. right? Quailers. And so Steve, allegedly Steve Perry gets kind of attached to one of them. Like, they kind of make out a little bit. They, mm-hmm. they you know, they enjoy each other. And so they said, you know what? We're they enjoy <laughs> each other. <laughs> Thank you. They, That's way worse than bosom. By yeah, the way. it is. It's why like, are you saying bosom and they not enjoyed bosom? each other's bosom? But why bosom and not? Because I probably I can't even say it right now. If I had bosom. to get into my own head, I would say I just probably thought it'd be funny. No, it's nice. It is funny. It's very sweet. Yeah. Okay, bosom buddies. Anyway. Uh, they got attached to each other. So they got kind of attached. They're, they're, they're enjoying, they're enjoying each, other. each other's bodies. So oh, kidding. God. <laughs> Making it better. worse every time. <laughs> <laughs> so they – so, okay. So the girls, they're so cool that this isn't like the coolest thing that's happened to them. You know, going backstage at a concert is not really that big of a deal. Right. And they had Do another... you know what is the coolest thing that's ever happened <laughs> <laughs> Just for comparison. I'm curious. That's a good question. And I don't know, but I do know that they were like – uh, After like 30 minutes, they're like, let's get out of here. We oh. have a party to go to. You know, like again, that this cool. isn't like a super famous band to them it's just no, like some band they're an american but you know right. and somebody invited they don't really know them that well they kind of know them but mm-hmm. whatever so they have a party to go to they're hot they're young they don't need to be back so they don't care that are much. they friends with abba is that why they're not that excited <laughs> it about is this? abba it, oh my god That's the thing it's I didn't actually tell you. abba it's so weird yeah it's such a, it it's wouldn't be exciting at all then <laughs> we're abba <laughs> we can go where we please you don't need we to invite us backstage <laughs> we are gretel that's a good name for a band we, we are, are gretel. gretel good night yes <laughs> That's my ABBA cover band. Can I be in that? I don't mm-hmm. sing very well, but uh, okay. Waterloo. So, so they are like, thanks, I'm guys. Dane Cook, by the way, just saying random phrases when you say Wait, things. Like you this? just said, "Can I be in?" And I was like, "Waterloo." <laughs> just saying a phrase, and then that means yes. I don't know. It's like it's Waterloo. an ABBA song. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, anyway, it was good. sorry. It was good. Um, the winner takes it all, and I'd say you're the winner in this. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> is what I think. Okay, so what of um, what did we call her? Oh, Gretel. So she's like, all right, I got to go. She's the one, actually. I don't know why I said what she's making out. Right, with, you're protecting with, someone you've already protected plenty. So she's like, all right, we're taking off. It's great to meet you guys. And and allegedly, Steve says, you know what? I want to go with you guys. Mm-hmm. He wants to leave the band and go with these hot girls that are all piled into like a small, right. I assume a Euro- very a small fiat. European, yeah, right. And so they're like, all right, they're kind of not that into. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not that oh into- god, I feel bad. They say, for they Steve say, Perry. okay, you know, all right. So they they pile into the car. They're making out. In the back seat, you know, she's not driving. They're just making another kiss in, whatever. They're they're, they're enjoying groping. Each other. They're yeah, enjoying, they're enjoying each other's each other. bodies. <laughs> they're petting, heavy petting. 
I can't stop saying these weird. I can't stop saying these things. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so she's smoking again. Europe, everyone's smoking. And smoking keeps, and making out with Steve Perry at the same time. Cigarettes, by the way. So he keeps stopping her and saying, "Like, I really wish. I wish I could do a Steve. Perry. I really wish you could." Is that something? <laughs> Should we get one on the phone? <laughs> yeah, can, yeah. He, can he act this out? Uh, he said, I, "I kept saying, I really wish you would stop smoking. It's really grossing me out. I don't really like kissing. You know, like this is gross to me." Mm. And she's like, "I don't care if you think it's gross. I didn't even invite you. Like you'll." you'll love it like it's fine you'll either love it or whatever he kind of won't stop saying stuff like that he's being according to her like a little bit annoying right but but in his defense let me because it's a safe journey <laughs> space he's basically saying stop smoking which is a good thing right, right. so he's anti-smoking but he's it's anti-smoking. also like he's tagged along like it's weird that she's making out i guess she's making out with him for it's like why well, drunk and, yeah but yeah. it's but it, but ultimately she's like i didn't even want right to make out right. with you more, any more than i already did exactly we're done here exactly if you do if you have a problem with this great then we can just drop you off at the corner yeah that's what it's, it's fun <laughs> right. to say that so they they stop off at a gas station to get more cigarettes right and so whatever else they want to get and that must have infuriated him. they get they yeah they get off everybody and then he says something else like they're buying i think yeah that's what they did they bought like a pack of cigarettes he's like oh you guys with the cigarettes like he makes some mm-hmm. oh, that's pretty good steve perry i think yeah, i don't know what his speaking bad. voice hey i've never heard him talk hey <laughs> is that telling him it's probably a little high hey. on the higher end like, and a, a little a raspy high voice. yeah because hey. he does get up there is it kind of closed off though like, i don't think he's hey. the walrus in tennessee tuxedo hey. okay so he's annoyed and they just have had it they've had it and they're all like they're starting to fight with each other you know when some like one rotten egg and then everybody's right. getting there's like a negative vibe and the you know everybody's freaking out like you know what well, screw this guy they get back in the car they leave him at the gas station they ditched Steve Perry they Aww. left him but here's the here's the interesting part of the story Aww. there's no cell phones back then sure right? he's right. in another country there's no he probably doesn't know where he's staying yeah he probably yeah. doesn't even realize like what the hotel he might not yeah where do you like, who do you call it's what do you one do? in the morning where do you find the phone who how would you know like let's say the gas station they had a phone, you know. He doesn't know what to dial. Who does he dial? There's no cell phone. Yeah. There's nobody to get in touch with. There's nobody to even. It's amazing we even know his name. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like it's like that. He very well could have disappeared <laughs> right. for forever at that point. I'd like to know if we can get Mr. Perry on the phone. How he did? How he got back? If you'd like to talk about that story. True story. That's how he came up with the title Escape. <laughs> Escape from, from yep. Copenhagen, the cleanest, safest called, uh, city in the world. It was called Escape from Copenhagen. Is how, I was like, and they cut that part too. too cut off person. from Copenhagen. <laughs> so that so basically, that's here's what I get out of that story. Okay. Steve Perry tried to get her to stop smoking. That's right. It's a cancerous habit. And then they they abandoned Steve Perry. <laughs> you at don't a have to spin station. it. I mean, I know it's a safe a safe space for Journey, but you know, what would you do? I mean, I what would you do if you were making out with someone? They just w- you didn't want to be there, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to be there, and they just kept. They just what kept, would I do? What, what have you? I done? Like a billion times with the <laughs> was it the Go Go's Belinda Belinda Carlisle? Yeah, I remember that story. Exact yeah, same story for you, but it was yeah. Just her just saying, "Stop smoking." Yeah, hey Belinda, put out the menthols. It's very hard to put myself in the place of wanting to stop making out with someone <laughs> that I'm already committed to making out with. But I think the thing is the the cutoff point was the car. Like they had yeah. to keep him out of the car to begin with. That was where right. it w- mm. should have ended. Like when he was like, can I come with you? They could have been like, oh, we got to wake up early tomorrow. <laughs> we gotta wait. We're, just going, We're going to this party, right. but it's a full. I mean, let, let's a- be honest. He probably wanted to 
go home with her, right? I mean, isn't that what was happening? Like, he wants yeah. to... I can't imagine he just wanted a heavy pet. <laughs> right. I would so, think so. I can't stop saying that. That's but, probably but, his objective. But, but what was weird is he he, autom- he put himself in a, a very weak position. Uh, right. Because, like, he could have been like, do you want to come to my hotel? Yeah. But instead, he's like, can I ride in the back seat of your car? <laughs> That's a really good Steve Perry. <laughs> oh, is that what he's saying? That's what he's All right, guys. Kind of... Let's not pile on Steve Perry's it's voice right now. It's not a pile on. Look, voice is voice. I have safe a low space. voice. Is a high... it's, it is a safe space either way, but... So that's that's that. Okay. Now, all right. So you ready for the next Is her name level? Sherry by chance? Her real oh, name? Man. What if that was Sherry? That'd be amazing. I also think it's possible Ooh. he just didn't want to hang out with his bandmates. Like, what if that was what was happening? He was yeah, like, maybe oh, Jonathan Cain was bugging him. He's like, I'm stuck on a tour with these guys. I'm just sick of looking at their faces. Like, can you just show me this? Like, I kind of, I, when you started telling me, I was like, I kind of admire this guy. He's like, I'm not just a, I don't just want to see hotel rooms and, and arenas. I want to, like, experience the culture of... Yeah. Of yeah. Copenhagen yeah. a little no, I, bit. I'm all for that. Adventurous. At two in the morning. <laughs> At two with some random sort of, I don't want to say groupies because they yeah. didn't. They, they were the antithesis Yeah, they had no interest in, in being groupies. Um, Haven't you guys heard Lights? <laughs> the it's lights. all about yearning for home right. and like Faithfully being, all about. What's like it? I'm he just, just wants some connection with people. What was the Faithfully line? Like, I'm just on the road. I'm a clown. Is that, did I make that up? Did he say he's a clown? Another I, something they, on well, the road. Well, they do, they do say that the road is no place to start a family. He doesn't say anything yeah. about being a clown? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Race. I don't it's know amazing. it that well. I don't know it well enough to <laughs> I, say like, off the top of my head if that's true or not. <laughs> something like I'm that's just a clown. That's off of a later album. Is that what it, yeah. Did I dream that? Do you ever... Okay. Are you thinking of Tears of a Clown by Smokey yeah. Robinson? <laughs> send in the Clowns? Send the clowns. Is that yeah, him? maybe. Maybe it's Isn't the Isn't it rich? Uh, okay, so Steve yeah. Barry's been dropped to the gas station by our hairdresser. Right, so whatever happened, I mean, he made it out, obviously, because here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Steve Barry. Oh, Steve Barry. Wouldn't that be a great closer? <laughs> yeah. What if we had just, just this like, entire <laughs> show had been pretext for Steve Perry yeah. being on a podcast? Yeah. Jesus. I'm sure you could get him. He just showed up. There was a video it going around. It wasn't a gas station. Just yeah, he's performing with, with the Eels. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, for a few shows. Yeah, it was um, great. Yeah. Jimmy Pardo uh, went to one of the shows just because he had a hot tip that Steve Perry was going to be there. Was it here in L.A.? Because I thought yeah, it was at out. the Wiltern or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he doesn't care about eels at all, but he was like cares a lot about Steve Perry. And uh, Jimmy doesn't. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, and, I thought you meant Steve. Perry oh no, no. I eels. assume Steve Perry is good friends. I with think that he's he. friends with him. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know why it's why it's happening. <laughs> it's he very just wandered strange. in. I had, so, he happened to be in the Wiltern. <laughs> unless, he, unless he thought that E was like a, a Denmark a young woman <laughs> from Denmark. <laughs> Yeah. He just cannot stop latching himself onto them. <laughs> he said, I remember a lady named E. Could this be you, E? Because he could never find There was no Facebook back then. There was yeah. no way to reconnect him. There was Friendster back in the 70s, There was no right? Friendster. No? And do I want to no. ask him about that? But you know he has no recollection of that incident. Even if you got to ask him, he would never remember that. Well, here's why I wouldn't ask him. And I'll tell you, because this comes up in my next oh, story. And maybe it's changed okay. a long Here time ago. What a so transition. Cut to, cut to, it's a couple years later, and my dad, were in t- I live in Texas. So I didn't Wake know. Up. I didn't know this story then. I mean, I didn't find this out for a couple of years. So, no, we're, we're in Waco. Is he but in we, your garage? He's Tom Nesbitt. <laughs> That's what I was calling to him. We slow dance. He's a good slow dancer. Terrible kisser. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess I smoke too much. Yeah. So, I don't smoke. Uh, By the way, sorry, real quick. Imagine making out with somebody and smoking while they were smoking. So gross. I've done that. You have? Of course. No, I've never done that. All the years that you've made out with people, they have never had a cigarette. Well, not like, you mean, you mean like, Currently smoking while you're making out, like, like in the midst of it, concurrently, That's yeah, gross. while it's happening. Did I say concurrently? No, no, I'm saying concurrently. It's happening at the same time. 
Yeah, even if it's like you're making out with someone who's a smoker, but they didn't just smoke, that's already kind of gross. It's like there's gross. always a little bit of a gross uh, thing there. But yeah, right. Like if they're like in, in the middle of smoking, yeah. you cigarette. just burn your lips every <laughs> <Just> time. <laughs> Can you that's please? what I'm imagining that she's doing. This year, I don't think so. I well, think that's was, how you presented it. Is you're, it? <laughs> you're really spinning it as maximum positive well, for no, Steve Perry. No, safe space. There's not a lot of time in the car. Maybe I've been listening to cereal too much, but I'm trying to piece this together. Oh, There's not oh, a lot God. of time in the there car. Right. Right. Okay. okay. And let's say it's a ten minute like, drive. I mean I mean I just don't think that there was enough time for me to have made out with her in the car. There's not a lot of time in the car. She's Sarah Kane, can you try this? He's like, <laughs> See if you can get from the arena to the gas station in twenty two minutes. Puff puff, kiss, kiss, puff, puff, kiss. I don't think she was, like, burning his lips with a cigarette. It was one of those long, old-fashioned lady cigarettes, too. (laughs) No matter where she is in the car. It's a crowded Newport 100s. Fiat. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right, so so my dad's... I'm painting a picture. My dad's the program director of a radio station. We've since moved from Waco to Dallas at this point. I think last time we talked, I was a child in Waco, Texas. We're just going to (laughs) slowly move through my life. I love Every whale cave for some reason. Yeah, that's what this show's really about. (laughs) Cecily Nobler's the day by day. So we're in Dallas, and, you know... I, uh, it was pre-Duran Duran. As you know, I was like a crazy Duranny. Who doesn't know that? <laughs> I know about your peppermint bark. <laughs> Folks, I apparently I post a lot about peppermint bark on too Facebook. Much. This is an intervention. I found That's out today. the other thing this show is about. <laughs> I found out today I post way too much about peppermint bark. What's the guy from Interve- Jeff Vander, Vander, uh, yeah. Vander something? Vandersloot. Yeah, is it Vandersloot? Maybe. It is Vandersloot, is I think. He comes in. That's that's the knock. <laughs> yeah. We love you like crazy, but we just well, want to get you back. <laughs> we've lost you. <laughs> and I have a letter. Okay, I'm not making fun of it. What, all right, we've gotten off track. You're in Dallas. So, yeah, he's my dad's the PD of a, of a rock station. And so, you know, time to time, there's some cool Was events. he a DJ? Or just He uh, was a DJ. Okay. He was a DJ, actually. Back in Austin, he started in Austin, and then in Fort Worth, he was a co-host with George Carlin. Did no we talk about way. that? No way. Yeah. Yeah, they were really, really good friends, and they were at the same station before Carlin was, you know, Carlin, I mean, he was still, he was on his way up. Right. If you ever had a chance to meet him, oh, God, he was a great guy. Like, he was not, he was so solid and present and funny and lovely. That's awesome. Bye. So you knew him I as a leave. kid? Yeah. Well, I met him once. <laughs> like, that's my weird, that's what I came here yeah. to say. Because yeah. no one else thinks that. Like, I thought everyone, you were saying if him. you ever had a chance to meet him. If you had before. Oh, and I was going to be like, oh. oh break it to me. Cecily. <laughs> I did actually get to meet him. But I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, all right. So he's he had been a DJ. Now he's the PD, and he he's planning all these events, and they're doing some sort of concert with with Journey. They're doing a thing, and so they're trying to come up with like what do Journey's we do? Journey's big now. Journey's huge now. Right. Okay. I'm a, I'm a huge fan at this point. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly the year, but I'm super into it. Faithful. I've already slow danced in the garage. Like all this okay. has happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they're like, what do we do? We need to do something for the listeners to bring the, you know, we got to get everybody together. There's always got to be a meet and greet before the big show. And so they, for some reason, they come up with like, Let, let's do a bowling thing. Let's bowl with Journey. Like, why? I don't know. There's no like <laughs> through line for that. There's no theme. So my brother and I are both very excited. We're fans. We're like, all right. So I get dressed up and whatever. I put on a half fedora. For some reason, I was really into fedoras for like a good eight years. That I believe. No, I have a picture. I'm going to post this picture. Okay. Um, so I'm, I put up my little outfit. I've got my Jufro, which I didn't want, but it was there. I mean, just to, I just want to paint the picture so you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm very gawky. I have braces, the whole thing. So I'm very excited. I get to meet Steve Perry. I didn't care about the rest of the band. I, you know, it's always the lead singer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like I wasn't attracted to him. I just he just. Neil Sean, by the way, heart and soul of Journey. I'm just think? saying, yeah. We were talking about this beforehand. Not Steve? 
Well, yeah, Steve Perry joined the band a few years in. Like, uh, oh. they had been a band for a while. Yeah. Um, Neil Sean's still with the band. Was he? Is he the only original? Jonathan Cain and Neil Sean, or Sean, forgive me if I'm Didn't mispronouncing he marry, it. He married a real housewife. He did recently, yes, fairly did. recently. That's right. Right? But anyway, he... Uh, Oh, yeah. Did they have a pay-per-view wedding? In they, my... That's exactly, yes. <laughs> that's exactly did. right. They yeah. did. Just like me and my oh. wife. <laughs> did you do that? Yeah. I had a pay-per-view break Didn't make a recently. lot of money. Yeah, you did. $14. <laughs> that sounds like a lot to me right now. <laughs> anyway, the, but anyway. Okay. So, I'm just saying, you know. All right. Well, I, you know, the lead, it's all about the lead singer. Look, when you're a you know, kid, you don't, you don't know who the heart and soul of a band yeah, is. No, 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 no. Voice. Yeah. No, when you're watching the Separate Ways video, you're just watching Steve Perry go back and forth. You're not going to like this part of the story, I feel like, because since it's such a positive it's okay. spin. But so I'm very nervous. My heart, you can hear my heart beating. It's a, you know, I'm really excited and I have my little pants. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> well, I think they were parachute pants. I feel like I was already doing the parachute pants mm-hmm. thing. I my was, favorite thing about you describing your outfit is you're like, I'm wearing this like I've, shirt. I've got a and shirt I'm, on. I'm wearing these like pants. I have like a, what are they called? Those James Avery ring, a dangle <laughs> ring. I have that on with the theater masks. I'm ready. I'm in. Wow. So my dad, you know, he's like, all right, come on, come along. I'm going to introduce you to the band. He introduces, you know. Everybody said, I didn't really care. I didn't really notice until we got to Steve. I said, this is my daughter, Cecily. She's a huge fan of you guys, and she's ready to bowl with you guys. And, and uh, if, if it's okay by you, uh, we'd like to put her on your team. We're going to have, oh, like, no. they had different teams. <laughs> I'm terrible. But that's, and so. How old are you? You're God, I want to say, like, 11. Teens? 11? 11, okay. maybe 12, maybe 12. I'm young. I mean, I'm, I'm getting into the, I'm not quite awkward enough to be 12, so I must be 11. This is a very sensitive age. It's you know a sensitive. I mean? Well, it was sensitive. One of the I'd worst say, like, times nine to, to be shut down is this age. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like okay. nine to thirty-eight has been a real sensitive <laughs> time for me. So, so he, oh. so he said, "This is Cecily, and she's just." A, and he just literally, he doesn't even say hello. He turns mm. away, turns his whole body like he didn't, almost like he didn't hear it. Mm. Just turns away from me and walks off to like get a beer or something, whatever it is. I don't know what he was drinking. Uh, so uh, my dad is kind of, he's kind of almost embarrassed because he set me up for this and he's like, it's all right. You know, Texas, he's like, it's okay, honey. You're going to be all right. You'll mm. bowl. You're going to have a good time. We're going to get you, you know, whatever. So I go and sit down, you know, it's a bowling thing. So there's those little chairs in the back. I go sit down. I start crying. I just, Aww, bur- no, no, uh-huh. it's, there's such a happy ending here. Burst into tears, crying with the hair and the thing and the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the pants. The derby is Don't soaking wet. Guess who comes over? To pick up the pieces. Uh, Steve Perry? It's not Steve Perry. Oh, Neil Jonathan Cain? Nope. You, want, you get one more guess. You're not going to guess. Uh, I just want to make you guess. Uh, Billy Idol? Lou Graham? <laughs> you were close. You were, I like that. <laughs> Wait, do I, can I get one more guess? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the lead singer from AHA. Oh, I wish. Yeah, he, but he's a cartoon yeah. form. Yeah. And he comes and out. He yeah. oh, God, that would have been Pulls great. you into his animated world. Into <laughs> an <laughs> animated bowling alley. <laughs> the hottest animated guy I've ever, to this oh, day. Uh, I have feelings in my body about him. <laughs> no, sure. it was, I'll give you, it rhymes with Ryan Adams. Brian Adams? That's correct. Oh God, we've, oh had a, we've had a Brian Adams story on this podcast that was very favorable. So it's a very positive Brian Adams yeah. story. So he was bowling to just randomly <laughs> in Dallas. Happened to be there. Turns out he was the lead, He was the opening uh, band. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian was opening for Journey, and he happened to be, which he didn't even have Aww. to be there. I think he just was like, uh, you know, I'm here. I'll right. just go. And he came over, and he gave me some stuff. He, he gave me, like, a poster. And he just said, are you okay? You know, he said, it's all right. Whatever happened, it's okay. We're going to bowl. We're going to have a great time. He bought mm. me, like, a some candy 
I mean, he didn't like spike it or anything. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, like a little girl. Like, yeah, it sounds hey, nice. Get it sounds very band. sweet. It sounds nice. Yeah, He's, and he made it. He okay. sounds like a night. Nice, we there. Uh, Amanda Eggy came on. Oh, I know right. her. And told us like a very funny story about how they they went and got <laughs> salsa one day. Salsa, just they salsa? went to a Mexican restaurant. Apparently, he's like a big salsa aficionado. He was like, "Bring me out eight kinds of salsa." Was it like a date? Well, that was what we were trying to figure out. Like, I think so. He saw. I thought it was a date clearly, but it was one of those situations. I feel like I have with my wife all the time when she's <laughs> describing a story about how she met a guy. And right. he was clearly hitting on her, and she was like, no way. Right. I think we know, by the way, just a little thing, just so you, we yeah, know. Yeah, I know. We know, and we say we don't know. I know. But, but I actually, know. yeah, anyway. But yeah, but I think it was, I think he was, he saw a video she did, and he was, he was, uh, Jealous now. I'm feeling yeah. all kinds of feelings. What do you again. mean? You got a you got comforted by him yeah, at the I height want, of his as, career. As oh, an maybe. adult, I would like to be. I'd like oh. to get salsa with, okay. with somebody. What do you give you an animal balloon? What did you do? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a giraffe? He makes you like a thing. <laughs> well, he's so Canadian. He's just so nice. Right. Like yeah, he, just, he just just oozes out of him, and he was there. By the way, Steve never redeemed himself. Like he never came back over. Like he had to have seen <sighs> me crying. I don't think he stayed the whole thing. I think he ended up leaving. True story. He wrote, "Who's crying now?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> True story. Now, in his defense. <laughs> He's still broken up about the Denmark incident. Yeah. <laughs> Could he have been so shattered by the right. Denmark incident that all females of all ages yeah. are sure. just so abhorrent to him? It's possible. He I had think to build up a thick skin yeah. with fans after that. Sure. Like, I can't let them in. Except that they weren't. The Denmark chicks were not fans. That's the thing. That's in the his mind, right. he had to just shut himself off from any contact with anyone. Everyone also yeah. knows that Steve Perry is an avid bowler, and he doesn't want people <laughs> on his team. Trying to get in the zone. He doesn't yeah. want some twelve-year-old kid on his team. I didn't have my jacket on, my polyester. He's got to win. It's true that you would have admit you at least now you can admit you would have dragged that team down. Oh, absolutely. I bowl. I bowled a six once, and not even that long ago. Really, like, really in the last do. couple of years I did that. So, no, I, I'm not – I wouldn't have been an asset to the team, but I'm just a little kid. I'm a fan. He didn't have to do anything except, like, oh, hey, thanks. Let's bowl. That's it for, like, right. 30 minutes. But I don't care because Brian Adams is better anyway. I don't – you know. It is did it cut like a knife. It did cut like a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and it did it, – that did feel so right. It did. Uh, is it possible that he sensed uh-huh. that maybe Brian Adams – who was not a star at that time, mm-hmm. needed a star story. <laughs> and Journey was on their way. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, you know what? I'm going to hook Brian up with this cool moment and sure. maybe elevate his status a little bit. It's not only possible, it's probable. <laughs> and I'm actually glad that you said that. Yeah, because we were all thinking it. So yeah, at least we were, you put it out there. Really like, specific, but we were all yeah. thinking that. Yeah, exactly The that. audience is like yelling at their pod machines right now. Yeah. Come on, it's obvious he was hooking up Brian Adams with this yeah. cute story. Wait, was there press there? Yeah, there had to have been. I mean, the station was there. So they had right. all, like, you know, the interns from the station with their, like, shirt cannons. You know, they have those <laughs> oh. little cannons. I used to have to do that when I, I didn't did know mornings. that that technology existed you, back then. Well, maybe not that. I, like, I when I did KZLA, we had, like, I had to – and I could never operate it right. And it was really heavy. You had to lug it around to yeah. different remotes, put the oh. shirts in it, and then hit a button. And it just sounds like a dream. always huh? hurt somebody. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it was stuff like that. And there were people – I mean, they really tried to, like – I think they were probably broadcasting from there. And right. they had the afternoon team. And it was it was awful, except for the end, and then it was great. Yeah, well, oh, that is hard to legitimately defend. It Thank, is. You. Um, Thank you. I know he'd apologize now. Maybe he was just going through some stuff. 
that's got to be uh, horrible. Like the the <laughs> things that you have to do touring like that. Like I I know a little bit about it just from hearing comedians talk about right. like having to do radio, and right. that's just a very small like section of what bands especially big famous successful bands must have to deal with uh, like day to day week to week i just so at a certain point you probably just do you just probably shut down you're just like "Uh, fuck it i I can't deal with this yes yeah but yeah when it comes to a child it seems like you turn it on you do there's no excuse ever for shunning a child i get when i hear stories about when people are like oh i met a yeah, whoever. Mm-hmm. Who's that? That's a good impression. Oh. <laughs> Met the lead singer of Matchbox 20, Rob Thomas, and he yeah. was kind of a jerk. Right. Like, I always told him I loved his songs. He was a jerk to me. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, he must meet you a billion times. Maybe yeah. not the best example. No, but that's Using the lead true. singer of Matchbox 20, but you know what I it, mean? It only like, goes two ways. It either... But a kid, you never do that to a kid. But, and, you know also... I go to a lot of, like, screenings now. I go to a lot of premieres. Like, I went to one last night. I don't want to get too off track. I know where... But I, uh, it was Nick Hornby had written the screenplay, and I, he's my favorite writer. He's my mm-hmm. favorite modern writer, and I don't usually get the nerve to say anything because of Steve Perry, and that's stuck <laughs> with me. And I went up to him, and I just said, look, I don't want to be weird. You're my favorite writer, and I think of you every time I sing with my eyes closed because that was a line in a, about a boy. Yeah. He not only was like, oh, my God, thank you. so Well, with an English accent, like, thank you so much. He's like, let's go talk over here. Not in a creepy way. We go, we end up talking half an hour, just a person to person. I like your stuff. We have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard. Hard to be told no. that you're great. Yeah, like, it's a, sorry, most Steve people Perry. like it. Most yeah. people are like, this isn't too bad to have someone loving me. <laughs> and do a little radio remote for one hour where you're yeah. like, you don't have to do, you get, they give you a limo and you're put up in a nice hotel. Like, how hot? Like, people yeah. work in mills. That's hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I promise this is my last attempt at defending Steve Perry, <laughs> but how old do you think he was in 1980, whatever? I'm not was. good with like estimate, guesstimating. But he was in his 20s, I'd right? I'd say like 77. Okay. No, he probably would have. Yeah, you would. No, he probably, maybe. Yeah, he had. To well, it was early eighties, right? Like, yeah. When I was in He's my twenties, twenties at that point. I did, like twenties. Like if I was in my any any time in my twenties and I had to deal with a preteen, I would have just been like, Ugh. would you have really? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I think so. I, I don't know, know what it's like to be a famous. <laughs> I'll give you that. I was not a. But cute. do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't like. I think when you're young, but you're you're newly adult or whatever. You just and and also keep in mind that they're like newly experiencing probably like the the highs of getting yeah. everything they ever want. Yeah. Like, I don't have to deal with anything I don't want to deal with because I'm rich and famous now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, when you're older, then you get to a point where you're kind of like, you you start to develop a parental feeling of, sure. of fin- uh, Here's something what I would with guess. kids. But- I would say if Steve Perry heard this story, mm-hmm. he would feel terrible. That'd be my guess. He, okay. That'd well, be my guess. You know what? If you're listening to Steve now, Perry. Now, today. Today, okay. Steve Perry would. I'm on Facebook, Steve. If you want to. <laughs> What's just- your Twitter account? Uh, Cecily says stuff. Cecily says stuff. Uh, it's the worst. At Cecily and says stuff. And it's C-E-C. Perry, if, like, if, you know. if you hear this this story, if you're if and if you stayed with it this long, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, tweet at Cecily. Cecily at Cecily says stuff. Uh, also buy her book on Amazon.com. No. Not on Amazon. Oh, Don't buy it on Amazon. Oh, why is Amazon? There's a whole thing. No. Oh, right. I yeah. No, that. buy it at my, go to cecilynobler.com. Okay. I've got a book and I've got a CD I'm selling. I have a bunch of really, I'm on a What's thing. on the CD? A bunch of really funny comics. Like uh, we did, we got together and we did like these little short things and it's like Henry Phillips and Greg Warren and Nikki Glaser and Chad Daniels and Isaac Witte and me. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. really, really. Uh, How so, new is that a pretty new i just i haven't even i don't think i've even set it up yet so just bear with me great to be up there but i've you know got that to cecilynobler.com and it's should i spell it 
spell it dot com <laughs> d-o-t spell Cecily Nobler c-e-c-i-l-y-k-n-o-b-l-e-r no one would have ever figured that out she's also selling journey albums <laughs> yeah <laughs> via right. her website um, I still love Journey, though, by the way. Every time I hear any song, I mean, I don't like O'Sherry, but other than that, I, mm. you like that? You like I O'Sherry? do. Oof. Of course I do. Oof. That was solo. That wasn't Journey, by the way. Right. No, we talked about it with Juan Del Castillo, mm-hmm. who was I, the you, guest prior to you. You like him so much more than me, and I, I like, <laughs> it, it, it really feels... <laughs> well, it's great. different. It's different. It's, uh-huh. you, yeah, you didn't hear his end of the call. He's really cool. He's cool, man. <laughs> he's like, he's the coolest guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... You're cool, but you're also just like... Needy. Shitting all over Steve <laughs> I'm not shit... <laughs> it's hard. Like, if I would have been me, I would, seriously would hold a grudge against Well, I was going to say, I'm actually surprised you still like Journey. Yeah, yeah with that's that hard happened. to do. Like, you know. I'm good at putting, I'm good at being in denial about things. So, like, I'm able to compartmentalize. Like, the song is not the event. That, yeah, most people You're separating the that. art from the artist. Yeah, you have okay. to. Very mature. See, he could have, he would have liked hanging out. You're very mature. Even at that age, I think you were able to see, this isn't. Well, I was in tears rolling <laughs> okay. around. The day ball. of, sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> rolling around in my parachute pants. Maybe not Aww. the cutest. It wasn't cute. But... Do you remember how he was as a bowler? No, I don't think he bowled. Wow. I don't think he bowled. I mean, I, I really don't remember. Ball. I don't think he actually would like partake. The rest of them, everybody else was cool, by the way. Was the was the sound of the pins so loud that he maybe just didn't hear you? Oh, he thinks <laughs> really se- Oh, and he's also such a sensitive soul that yeah. like it was too loud, you know, just over- sensory overload. Right. He's a genius. He needed to, yeah, he needed to go into an isolation chamber for eight <laughs> hours to prepare for his performance. I cannot and have water. these pins. That's right. <laughs> for some reason. These children and pins. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> or he saw Cecily and he just uh, immediately thought of a new song. And he's like, I got to go. got to get it down. Oh, like God. your arms were open coming uh-huh. to him. Mm. And he was like, you were talking, but he, all he was hearing were the <laughs> lyrics to open arms. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I believe my uh, uh, my brother-in-law and my sister got, uh, that was the, I was playing the harp as they walked down the aisle. Open arms? I believe so. That's sweet. It was very sweet. And then my brother-in-law walking down the aisle yawned. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it kind of sometimes people yawn when they're nervous. That's, that's dogs. That's do. what I don't he think said. That's people. what he said. But um, I was like, I've never heard that. Before. Do you think he wrote separate ways after? Like, so we had to go. Isn't that that's journey? Not your brother-in-law. That'd be weird. Separate ways came after the Gretel incident. Oh right? yeah, yeah. 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 The same time. Man. Maybe that's we had to go our separate ways. It just didn't work out. Oh, Someday love will find me. Yeah. You know, break those chains that bind me, and they do yeah. bind me. They do. Apparently, they do. As you can, I'm still sorry. Those are my those are my uh, well, SP my sp stories. Um, thank you for coming on and sharing them. The, you know what I liked about this episode? It was like a, it was a bit of a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yes, I came in hot with Journey. I'm leaving hot too. Oh. But like you know, I got a little dose of reality. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. I mean, you know, not everything's black and white. Sometimes people are just people, man. Yeah. Wait, I'm not trying to, I don't want to defend him. No. <laughs> See, we've turned you around. No, so Cecily agrees. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> thank thanks, you. But thank you for coming. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for having me. All right. Cecily Nobler bringing some truth. Yeah. Bringing some reality. Hard truth, but. You know what? We needed to hear it. We needed to. Yeah. That was good. That was good for me. You know? Yeah. It was good for me to hear that. Because <laughs> I, was, I was really hot on Journey. Yeah. And uh, I'm feeling like I'm going to get... I'm hot again, but I'm, I don't know. 
I'm feeling like I just needed a, maybe someone needed to throw a little water in my face. It was like you telling me about the peppermint park. <laughs> maybe I need to take it down a notch. Yeah, I mean, I know it's only once a year that they have that at Trader Joe's, but uh, you're packing a year's worth of posts <laughs> into a season. <laughs> Look, wait till the McRib comes back. Oh God, people oh. are already. Ta- is it back? People are already talking about it. Uh, I don't know. I've never had one, but I am fascinated why. Like, oh, wait, it, to me, it's the same with peppermint bark. It's like just have it all fucking year long. Well, they get people talking. I mean, it's probably like the kind of thing where if it was year round, people wouldn't care. Right? You think? Well, with the peppermint bark, I mean, who doesn't? Girl, care? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we've learned a lot today. Uh, I feel better. I, I was, you know, again, like I needed a little Thanksgiving pick me up. Mm-hmm. This was also a lot like Thanksgiving. Like I go into it really psyched. I'm there. Right. I'm into it. But then, like, maybe, you know. There's some dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, there's a little. I'm like, oh, man, my dad's watching Blue Bloods again. Not, you know what I mean? Like, I. And then I, I remember, like, that happens every year. But then it's dinner and I'm all psyched. Like, yeah. that was kind of this episode. Right, right. Yeah, you get your hopes up. Yeah. Your hopes are just momentarily dashed yeah. with, with a dose of reality. And then by the end, you're like, you know what? This is what it's really about. This is what it's about. It's about family. It's about America. It's about journey. It's about journey. It's great. It's about the journey, well, not, look, not the destination. Well, hey, man. Uh, hope you have a good Thanksgiving. That would be a great, by the way, not to overthink DSP, but if you're going to start another tribute band. Yeah. Call it Destination. <laughs> it's like your one-upping journey. <laughs> Let's do a tribute band of the DSB. <laughs> you know we'll, what I mean? Like, it's, we'll that's, that's so, That is so in Journey's face if you call yourself Destination. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, you guys are the Journey? Well, we're the Destination. Yeah. Take that. All right. We, oh, that could be C. Perry's next band, though. Hey, you know what? Not a bad idea. Think about Let's it. Let's pitch that to him after right. we clear up this whole <laughs> situation with what happened. We'll just sort of wait First of all, out. what happened with Cecily yeah. and also what happened in Denmark. We, we have, we we'll have, have to him, We'll that. have him on the show. By yeah. the way, Steve Perry, open invitation. <laughs> open arms. <laughs> open arms to you, my friend. Um, oh, yeah. I should give you our information. So, at Whale Cave is my Twitter. Um, one word, at Whale Cave. Matt Belknap, you're... I'm at Matt, at Matt Belknap. Silent K in there. See Silent if you can K. find it. Uh, you can also email me, matt at whalecave.com. Um, I guess that's all you really need to know if you want to contact the show. But uh, listen, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Um, I want to thank Cecily Nobler. Uh, I want to thank, of course, Juan Del Castillo and his manager, Brandon Scott, for hooking up this whole thing. Um, I'm hoping Whale Cave does one more show in 2014. Maybe we'll do like a wrap-up of the year. Year-end. Year-end review, fun. yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll try and do that. Never done that before. But look, let's go out uh, on this journey song that I think I will be singing on Thanksgiving when I think about my city by the bay, the city of Chicago, which is not by the bay. <laughs> it's not a bay at all. <laughs> it's more of a lake. <laughs> by a lake, but it's home and I'll be missing it. Uh, so I'll be singing it, singing it proud. Everyone out there, have a good holiday, folks. Thanks for listening.